Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Fourth and Manageable, an SEC football podcast. Brought to you by 2400 Sports. Now, here's Brad Edwards. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me. I'm Brad Edwards, and this is Fourth and Manageable, our SEC-only football podcast. It's the end of week four of games in the SEC, and uh, week four was, I guess, a little bit of a strange week in that it pretty much went as we expected it to. Uh, It was a day that you figured, hey, there might be a surprise somewhere, and not really. I mean, the number one team in the nation was pushed harder than we expected, um, but the, the game was never in doubt. Um, the, the two games that we thought would be the best two, the two games ranked versus ranked uh, within the conference, both ended up uh, being decided in the final minutes. And, and so uh, for that reason, I, I think I think at the end of the day, not much really happened, uh, but there were some good games. And, and let's start off by getting into the one that was probably the most dramatic uh, in some ways. You could actually argue that point, but let me let me tell you about both of them if you didn't see, and you can decide for yourself which was the better game. I'm going to start with Texas A&M and Arkansas at Jerry World. And this was a game that uh, Arkansas won last year, and... Going into this matchup, I liked the Razorbacks just because they just seemed to play really well against A&M. Ever since A&M joined the SEC, even when Arkansas has had bad teams, they've tended to play their best against A&M. They just they, they get up for the game more than the Aggies seem to, and I don't know why that would be, um, but you certainly got the impression that that was happening again when Arkansas came out and took a quick 14-0 lead. I mean, just like that, 14-0, and you're like, yep, here we go again. And and at the same time, you know, we had just watched Miami, who Texas A&M had kind of struggled to beat the previous weekend, lose by double digits at home to Middle Tennessee, and App State had just lost to James Madison. And you're thinking, you know what, A&M's just not that good. Um but A&M still had something to say about that. And so as bad as it looked, you know, right right out of the gate there, A&M did answer. They came down, made it 14-7. Arkansas gets the ball back, drives down the field, first and goal at the A&M three. It looks like they're about to go back up by 14. And this was the play that completely changed the game and ultimately was the play that decided it. K.J. Jefferson, Arkansas quarterback, obviously, if you watch them play, you know, he's a big part of their running game, and they called his number, and he kind of charges ahead, and for some reason, on first down, he jumps from about the four-yard line and tries to stretch the ball out as as if, you know, he wants to break the plane of the goal line. Well, he's hit around the one-yard line. Um, the ball is hit. It is is knocked out, so fumble, goes into the hands of Texas A&M's Tyreek Chappelle, who then starts to return it, 
and he gets wrapped up by an Arkansas player. Looks like he's going to be taken to the ground after a decent return, but but not a really long one. And Damani Richardson comes up, takes the ball out of the hands of Chappelle, runs it the rest of the way for the touchdown, and just like that, it is a completely new ball game. Now, A&M ended up botching the extra point, and so Arkansas took a, a 14-13 lead into the half and uh, didn't feel like they had the lead, though, because of this huge momentum swing. And then uh, to, to give A&M credit, uh, they, they came out and looked really good on the first drive of the second half, uh, marched down, scored a touchdown, ended up uh, adding a field goal. So 10 nothing A&M in the third quarter, a quarter which which they dominated to go up 23-14. to The fourth quarter, though, was all Arkansas. Arkansas came down, uh, scored a touchdown fairly early in the fourth quarter to, uh, to, to cut the lead to 23-21, and then Arkansas gets the ball back, drives down, and it looked like they were going to end up setting up for a, a, a relatively short game-winning field goal, but they had a, a miscue on a snap, ended up losing a lot of yardage in that play, ended up settling for a longer field goal, turned out 42-yarder with about a minute and a half left, went off the top of the right upright, and just like that, ball game. Um, and it, it was a strange game in that it was it was interesting, it was, you know, compelling uh, in, in certain ways, because uh, you had the A&M overcoming the early deficit, and, you know, they charged back, followed by Arkansas charging back, and, um, you know, there, there was drama in the end for sure, and uh, and yet it just kind of felt flat as A&M was able to run out the clock at the very end. Uh, wasn't the way I expected the game to go, the way that it was, uh, it was coming down, but, at, you know, end of the day, a big win for Texas A&M, and, and after some people left A&M for dead after the, the debacle against App State where the offense was so sluggish, and you looked at their upcoming schedule and you said they could lose the next four games, start one and four. And yet, to their credit, A&M found a way to bounce back. They, they got the win against Miami last week, even though the offense didn't look a ton better. And then they made the quarterback switch to Mac Johnson to Max Johnson. And that and that has made a difference because uh Johnson has been more productive, still not super productive, but more productive. He's made better decisions, taken care of the ball. He made a few questionable throws tonight. There was a few balls that he threw off his back foot into traffic that uh, his receivers ended up coming down with that maybe against a different opponent uh, it doesn't work out that well. But uh, those decisions worked out for him tonight, and uh, he's, he's been a big part of what A&M has, has done offensively in kind of bouncing back here these last two games, and uh, surprisingly has become a little bit of a part of their running game. I was not expecting them to, to use him on design runs. They've called this number a few times, quite a few times, and, uh, and you know we saw that as a part of their offense. Uh, unfortunately, on one of those plays uh, in the second half, when he was tackled, um, he rolled up on the back of uh, Anaya Smith's leg, and uh, Smith was trying to block for him downfield, and ended up, it was a really bad-looking injury. Smith was on crutches at the very end. I, I don't have a, a report as of this moment, 
Uh, but it looks bad. It looks like if Smith's not out for the rest of the season, it looks like he'll be out for at least a few weeks. And uh, and that's that's bad news for A&M as they have Mississippi State coming up next week and Alabama the week after that, both games on the road. Um, so uh, Anaya Smith being the most dependable receiver A&M has, uh, and it's a passing game that hasn't been all that explosive anyway, that's a loss that is likely to be felt. So a bad uh, personnel loss for A&M, even though they get the win. And, you know, I, I think if you're going to take out, uh, take away something positive from it as an A&M fan, you know, in addition to the fact that they overcame that early deficit and they, they showed a lot of heart and, and you know, fighting back and, and finding a way to win the game, they finally got the running game going. Devon A-Chain went for over 150 yards. He had one really long one, but he had a couple of other nice runs. And so it was the, really the first time this season that we've that we've seen them get the running game going and, and consistently make plays over the course of the game, running the ball. Still, A&M had, I think it was just under 350 yards of total offense. So it wasn't like they ran the ball incredibly well. There's still nothing about the A&M offense that would really excite anyone. Uh, their defense certainly showed some holes in this game, more so really than they had in any of the previous games. And, and while Arkansas certainly has some players who can make you look bad, they will certainly face better offenses. Uh, and in fact, I would say the the next two weeks, they're going to face better offenses in Mississippi State and Alabama. So still plenty of things to be concerned about if you're Texas A&M, but at the end of the day, Another win uh, against a team that people thought had a good chance to beat them coming in, and they're now 3-1 and one on the young season. And so uh, a lot of positives to take there. On the Arkansas side, it's a game that you feel like you should have won, and, and it really came down to two plays. I mentioned the K.J. Jefferson fumble. That I mean, that was a, a – I mean, sometimes you, you hear people say that was a, a – two-touchdown swing, that play literally was a two-touchdown swing. Because if he doesn't fumble, you're looking at second and goal from the one-yard line. It's probably going to end up in an Arkansas touchdown. Instead, it ended up in an A&M touchdown. So that was the game. Uh, and then, of course, the missed field goal at the end, which, I mean, it's 42 yards. You, you can't blame the kicker for costing them the game just for missing that. But those two plays, Arkansas makes either one of those, then they end up winning this game. Jefferson also had a couple of third down plays where he had a receiver open and he just misfired, just missed a guy who was, I mean, wide open uh, where they could have moved the chains. And so uh, there were definitely some plays Arkansas wishes they had back. They had their opportunities to win it. Next week, they host Alabama. There's nothing about this performance that gives you confidence going into that game that they would be able to pull this off you know, at the end of the day, this was one of those that uh, Arkansas had kind of found a way to win last year, but they didn't find a way to win it this year. And will that be a sign of things to come? Are they going to kind of regress to the mean in close games? I, I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. But um, tough loss for Arkansas. Big win for Texas A&M. And if you watched it, uh, it was a pretty entertaining game. And I think, uh, you know, we get, we got our money's worth or at least uh, our time's worth if we if we sat there and watched all four quarters and and so I, I think it was a it was a good performance for the SEC and the SEC West and a good win for Texas A&M